Hey, welcome everybody. You know what this is. It's the practice of medicine. It's Dr. Hector Chapa and my co-host. Rob Carpenter. And we're going to talk about something that is, was well, really a new concept to me because I trained where the physician was the what? The captain, captain of, the, of ship. the ship. Captain of the ship. Well, we now know that it's going to be one lonely cruise if you're the only one on the <laughs> ship. <laughs> so it really is. Medicine is a team sport. And it's so much of a team sport that is part of the USMLE. In November of 2019, the National Board of Medical Examiners, some people just got chills right there. The MBME folks released a bulletin describing an update that said that USMLE Step 1 and Step 2 is going to have aspects of team-based care. These USMLEs would have an expanded question base covering best practice for communication, professionalism, team-based care, and medical ethics. So in short, aspects of team steps that you all cover as part of an M1 program. Also, this is tied deeply to patient safety, and that's why MBME is even thinking about expanding this past when it started in 2020. Medicine and healthcare can no longer be practiced or performed in silos. Yeah. Breakdowns in team communication and team dynamics is a known root cause for patient safety issues. Therefore, all current and future healthcare providers must understand and even more importantly appreciate the importance of team-based interprofessional care and all aspects of the care system. Mm. So, Dr. Chapa, why is attention to teams anyway? Man, because we can't do it alone. How about that for an easy answer? <laughs> Public reaction to problems associated with patient safety reached a critical mass with the 1999 publication quote, to air is human, end quote. We had to read that or excerpts of that in medical school, and it's a phenomenal piece of paper uh, and manuscript. Now, what this actually said is that medical errors cause up to 98,000 deaths annually. And that was in 1999. Can you imagine? I mean, isn't that terrible? 98,000 deaths, that's preventable medical errors. So since the release of this Institute of Medicine report to Errors Human, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality and the Department of Defense, yes, the military, the DOD, even took this collaborative approach with federal leaders to move towards overall patient safety. A major focus of these agencies has been supporting research and development activities centered on improving team performance in the overall delivery of care. Many organizations like the Joint Commission, the Institute for Healthcare Improvement, the National Quality Forum, and the Accreditation Council for Graduate Medical Education, that's ACGME, have cited the importance of teamwork for patient safety. That's your clinical pro right there. Out from this awareness came Team Steps. Team Steps, which stands for Team Strategies and Tools to Enhance Performance and Patient Safety, was actually initiated in January of 2003 when the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality and the DOD convened a national panel of experts on human factors, human error, and medical team training. You know, and I was a resident at the time, and it dramatically and very rapidly impacted the way, especially in the operating room, mm. we were able to work. Yeah. Go through some more of that later, and you'll see it on your clinical clerkship. Beginning with the public release of Team Steps resources in 2006, AHRQ began its efforts to disseminate Team Steps nationwide. Yep. And it has also been adopted into medical school curricula for training of medical students like you guys. Yeah. The same holds true for nursing schools and allied health professional training. 
Team Steps is, of course, the background for interprofessional education, which prepares for real-world interprofessional practice. Yeah. So in this session, we will review key aspects of the Team Steps model to remind us of the value of interprofessional education and interprofessional practice for improved patient safety. Yep. Team-based healthcare has been linked to improved patient outcomes and may also be a means to improve the well-being of clinicians and healthcare teams. Think about that. We do a better job taking care of our patients. We're more respectful to one another. We do better for a longer period of time. There's also evidence that multidisciplinary team-based care is associated with better performance on traditional measures of healthcare quality, such as emergency department utilizations and hospital readmissions. In addition, several studies have concluded that optimizing team-based care is a cost-effective intervention. Man, you said something that is really very personal to me. This whole issue of physician burnout, just burnout in general, this is a big deal. Now, we're going to have a separate podcast on moral injury, what the heck that is, and burnout, but we have to address this because it's deeply tied to this. The relationship between high-quality, team-based healthcare and clinician burnout is less well-defined in the literature, but few studies have investigated this interplay among teamwork, patient outcomes, and clinician well-being. Here's a short of it is, if we work together as a team and have continued dynamics, we survive longer as professionals. Most of the available evidence is from cross-sectional, single institutional, or brief observational studies that make causality difficult to ascertain. But nonetheless, the existing evidence demonstrates a generally positive association between team-based care and clinician well-being. A methodologically sound, longitudinal study of interprofessional teams in the ICU actually did find a connection between measures of high-quality teamwork and measures of clinician well-being and resilience. Why? Because you just like to go to work if your team gets along and plays together well. The study concluded that addressing clinician emotional exhaustion is an important prerequisite to effective team-based care and patient safety. You know, there's an old saying that stuff rolls downhill. Mm. Well, the reality of it is if you don't have a leader that's actually doing well and leading the team effectively, it can impact the entire team and in the focus of all that is the negative impact it can have on patients. Yeah, As it, a, it wasn't stuff, but we'll say uh, stuff. Yeah, here. we'll just say stuff yeah. for right now. <laughs> As a physician, being part of a healthcare team means functioning as the team leader in most circumstances. Sure. Being successful in medical school doesn't automatically mean anyone will be a successful leader. According to a recent publication by one of these courses co-directors previously, Dr. B.A. White, yep. Quote, emotional intelligence accounts for 85 to 90% of the difference between a good leader and a great leader. The domains of emotional intelligence include self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Individuals with emotional intelligence are able to manage their own and others' emotions, building stronger relationships that positively influence performance, end quote. This is a part of a larger domain called resonant leadership. Leading with resonance creates harmony and a full understanding of all team members. This style of leading reduces stress and burnout for all members of the team, encourages collaboration and productivity, which are all important aspects of medical teams, especially the aspects of creativity when we are actually caring for patients. 
Therefore, leading with resonance, social and emotional intelligence, builds positive relationships that aid in the navigation of difficult conversations and situations. Man, I, I got to say something really quick because here are the big key words that we've talked about. Emotional wellness, okay, preventing burnout. Emotional intelligence. I'd rather have somebody who has good grades and is a great communicator and person, people, people person, than somebody that has fantastic grades and is socially weird. Oh, yeah. Do you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's if that's you, a little socially weird, I'm thankful for you. Let's find that better you exactly. <laughs> because it really is. We really are a team. Lastly, the importance of system-based practices as it relates to teamwork has to be stated. Team-based medicine is closely related to system-based practice. Guys, we're giving you all keywords. These are things that your residencies are going are, are gonna, to uh, train you on and quiz you on. Team-based and system-based practice. This is a topic currently focused on in residency education. System-based healthcare requires residents and fellows to demonstrate awareness of and responsiveness to the larger context and system of healthcare. As we've already talked about before, it's not just what the physician says, but what the entire team says within this healthcare system. Residents and fellows are expected to do the following. They need to work effectively in various healthcare delivery settings and systems relevant to their clinical specialty, and you'll be graded on that. They need to coordinate patient care within the healthcare system relevant to their clinical specialty. They need to be able to incorporate considerations for cost awareness. Again, that's part of health systems science that is now part of medical education. Also, as a future resident, you need to be able to advocate for quality patient care and be a part of quality improvement projects. Also, it's expected that you work and be part of an interprofessional team to enhance not just team morale, but ultimately it's all about patient safety. And lastly, we have to participate in identifying system errors and in implementing potential system solutions. You know, we all have opportunities to be able to improve in the way that we interact with one another, but showing respect for your patients, showing respect for your colleagues, being aware of yourself, again, taking your pulse, being aware of the needs of the people that are around you can be incredibly important. As a surgeon, the fact of the matter is I am completely ineffective if I don't have all members of the team that are moving in one direction. It doesn't necessarily have yeah. to be my direction. It needs to be the direction that provides the best care to the patient. We're relying on one another, Dr. Chapa. So teams and teamwork, we are no longer the sole captain of the ship, but we are members of the crew. So as always, thanks for being part of Practice Medicine. Dr. Hector Chapa and Dr. Rob Carpenter wishing you good team-based care, and we'll see you next time on the Practice of Medicine. Gig em.